Anyway, podcast back for another episode, Memorial Day weekend version. Uh, light news day, but some big hefty stories, uh, even though we don't have a lot of them. We have a Jeffrey Epstein update. It looks like there's going to be a new class action lawsuit, plus Jamie Dimon's deposition. We'll get into that. And uh, this Brian Laundry note is just like beyond. I mean, it's an insane uh, letter that was obtained by CNN crazy stuff there gonna share it with you all right here on this episode uh so we're actually going to start with the brian laundry note which i think is just crazy uh not entirely sure if this note was the uh actually i am that this was the the note that was recovered in brian laundry's backpack what we're not entirely sure of is when exactly this note was written. But if you remember in those days that they were searching for laundry in the swamplands and trying to find him, uh, when his parents got involved and then magically they were able to discover the backpack and some of his remains. Well, in that backpack, there was a note. And we opined back then whether or not we were ever going to find out figure out realize discover what that note exactly was going uh had uh, had in it and now we do and uh it's thanks to cnn and it's also thanks to this ongoing case that's going on between the laundries and the petitos where the petitos are suing the laundries uh, over everything that happened. But what's interesting about this note is it's addressed to Brian and it says burn after reading. Uh, and in there, and I'll read you some of the note here, but in the note is a bunch of phrases and sayings and, and you know, different lines about how uh, Brian Laundrie's mother would do basically anything for Brian, even quote unquote, help him dispose of a body. Um, so obviously kind of makes it feel like it's dead to rights against the laundries for aiding in their son disappearing for days and trying to get away with the murder of Gabby Petito. Uh, easy to rush to those conclusions, which, uh, you know, I'm not saying you can't, but I am going to say this, that the laundries position is that this letter was written long ago before even the um, the two of them went on this cross-country journey, which turned out to be uh, fatal for Gabby and then eventually for Brian as well. So um, the note that was obtained from his backpack, I'll, I'll read you a, a couple of lines from it here. Um, I just want you to remember, this is from Roberta Laundry to her son. I just want you to remember I will always love you, and I know you will always love me. You are my boy. Nothing can make me stop loving you. Nothing will or could ever divide us, no matter what we do or where we go or what we say. We will always love each other. If you're in jail, I will bake a cake with a file in it. If you need to dispose of a body, I will uh, show up with a shovel and garbage bags. If you fly to the moon, I will be watching the skies for your re-entry. If you say you hate my guts, I'll get new guts. Remember that love is a verb, not a noun. It's not a thing. It's not words. It's actions. Watch people's actions to know if they love you, not their words. Therefore, I am certain that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor the ruling spirits, 
nor things, this is a Romans quote, uh, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers from above, nor powers from below. Nothing in the entire created world can separate our love. Neither hostile powers, nor messengers of heaven, nor monarchs of earth. Nothing has the power to separate us. That's Romans 8.38. So uh, she put that in the... Uh, into the um the note here so a couple of weird things that like give you chills the whole if you need to dispose of a body i'll show up with a shuffle in a garbage bag kind of crazy um uh but i gotta say the idea don't come at me the idea that this was written before this all happened is plausible you know i mean it's totally plausible you could see that and you could see it being something that maybe meant something to this kid and in this moment of, you know, running from the authorities, maybe it's something that he always kept in his room or whatever and grabbed it, threw it in his bag and went. I don't know. That doesn't mean that the parents are innocent in all of this. You know, the laundries doesn't mean that at all. Doesn't mean that I don't think that they still try to hide him or help him escape or throw the the cops off of the scent so that he could possibly get away doesn't mean any of that i still think that in my heart of hearts my opinion only don't sue me allegedly uh i think that they helped him or tried to help him get away i do um but uh, the idea that this was written before all that probably and because i say that because of the whole you know, if you're in jail, I'll bake a cake with a fine. I mean, this sounds like something a mom would write to a son on a 18th birthday or 21st birthday or after a really big fight or a bad period or something like that. You know, I know a lot of parents, you know, struggle some, you know, struggle with alcoholism. They'll write notes like this to people to apologize, to make relationships better. So who knows what it could have been uh, or it could have been, you know, the fact that it, it did come after all this. I tend to think that if it if she was going to write a note like this to him, it would be more pointed at the current situation. That's just my opinion, um, but uh, it certainly doesn't bode well. And also make no mistake about it. It wound up in his bag while he was on the run. So either she gave it to him or he took it. But the fact that it was there and it was present in one of those moments just goes to show you a mother's undying love for a son and what she'll do to protect him. Even if it's something horrible after he's done something horrible. So all in all a tough situation. Um, this was again, obtained by CNN. They were the first ones to get this. Uh, but it was uh, presented in their court case, which is uh, going on right now in the 12th Judicial Circuit Court. Uh, that judge over there, Daniel Brewer, has yet to rule on the admissibility of this letter. There was a lengthy back and forth when this letter was presented in court. Both parties agreed that a confidentiality order was not necessary to keep the letter under seal. Uh, Brewer determined that the letter could be relevant to the case and the plaintiff lawyers should at least get a copy in court. Petito family attorney, Patrick Riley argued that the letter was important in their lawsuit against the laundry family. Uh, he said, quote, as we all know, the letter references burying a body, bringing a shovel and burying a body 
Those are criminal acts, by the way, that Roberta Laundrie has said she would commit. The Laundries have argued in court filings that they had no duty to the Petito family. So yeah, that's an argument that's going to go on. Again, this is a lawsuit between two people. Judge will decide what's what's right here. But, um, you know, on the one hand, it's not great for, for Roberta Laundrie. It's not a great look. But on the other hand, I mean, let's be realistic. What mother wouldn't say this to their child? I mean, you know, every parent feels this for their child. You know, they do. Um, you just hope in a situation like this, you know, even though you want to protect your I mean, see, where I feel like the laundry's failed is they should have helped their son get turned in. Because, uh, you know, a lifetime of, you know, life in prison to me is better than having this kid hide out in the swamps for days and then getting eaten by an alligator, you know? So, although if I remember correctly, Jacebs still doesn't believe that that the, his remains were his. So who knows? You know, if according to Jacebs, this guy might be sipping Mai Tai somewhere. Um, uh, you know, maybe that's the case. I don't know. But, uh, you know, when your kids do, do do something horrific, you know, you do want to help them. That doesn't necessarily mean escaping. Maybe sometimes that means helping guide them into, you know, doing the right thing. And, you know, the problem here, the main problem here, again, is that he's not around to answer the questions of the Petitos, right? I mean, that's the worst part about all of this. You know, you want him to get his comeuppance. You want him to serve life in prison, of course. Um, but also he would have been able to provide a whole slew of answers for the Petitos as to why this happened, perhaps how it happened, all the horrific details that you don't think you'd want to know that sometimes you do or you need to know in order to heal and move on. He did not, they, they all denied them of that. And that's, that's a tragic case. Uh, speaking of case, it looks like, it looks like we're going to get a major class action lawsuit uh, against the Epstein estate here. By all accounts, this J.P. Morgan, Jeffrey Epstein, uh, you know, thing that has been brewing for quite some time now. And remember, this has all been led by one single Jane Doe. It is one Jane Doe that has been leading this charge in suing J.P. Morgan Chase in their role in Epstein's trafficking, you know, scheme. Um, right now, they're judging the merit on whether or not they can make that a class action lawsuit, meaning that all of the Epstein victims that have come forward would, a, would be able to take part in this suit. And it looks like that is going to be the case. Now, the ruling on this is not done yet, but uh, experts, you know, by all accounts, looking at a whole bunch of things, Law and Crime has a nice article on this, that all of the elements are there in order to turn this into a class action lawsuit. And, and I agree with it. Uh, I'm not a law expert, but I am a podcast host. You have a microphone in front of me. So a little bit of expertise there. And um, it's true. I mean, it, you know, if they aided and aided and helped him in all of this, a class action lawsuit, the four criteria, numerosity, commonality, matters of law and fact, typicality, um, meeting common interests, all that stuff, it, it it comes into play. So it looks like this is going to become a class action uh, lawsuit, which, like I said, by all accounts, it really should be. Now, what's interesting here is did JP Morgan 
help Jeffrey Epstein, I feel like th that's what they're alleging. And I think, yes, in my own opinion, did they profit off of it? That's still to be seen because that's going to be a whole nother thing if they can prove that, that they profited off of their relationship with this criminal. And that's not a great thing for J.P. Morgan Chase. So Jess Staley and all that in the lawsuit, they've got a lot to answer to. Second part of this is Jamie Dimon. We do know earlier today did testify. He was deposed. Um, two cases this is involved with. He was at J.P. Morgan headquarters today, and he did answer questions. Unable to find out for how long. No statement has been released publicly uh, as of right now, but um, he did uh, sit for his deposition, which is huge. Uh, that's that's a pretty big deal. So anything else breaks on that, of course, we'll definitely let you know. But we do know that he was deposed in both of those lawsuits. Uh, so that's a good thing that at least he sat down for that. The Google founders, the that the Google guy, still can't find that son bitch. I don't know where he is. I know I've had an island somewhere, but at least to his credit, Jamie Dimon sat there in that position. So at least we're a little uh, step close to there and getting some justice. Uh, that is it for us. I know this was a quick episode. It is uh, Memorial Day weekend. A lot of you are probably vacationing already. Um, in case you couldn't tell, this was a, a pre-record that we did earlier today. So uh, appreciate you guys for hanging around on that one. Wanted to make sure that we got these kind of important updates, um, you know, out to you because we these are stories that, uh, you know, we've been following since forever. You know, we've been following these stories since the beginning of time. So I didn't want to let like a like a day go by without not talking about this um, because the original plan was to take an extended day off here friday and monday uh we will be off on monday we'll be back of course uh with you guys next wednesday so hope everybody has a great memorial day hope you share this around make sure you spread the word on uh, all the epstein stuff and of course the brian laundry stuff i know we got a lot of fans that are always interested in in that story which hasn't come to a conclusion yet uh, so make sure you guys share this make sure you guys are all subscribed up make sure you become a member that would be tremendous uh, we got some exclusive uh, member perks, including one that we're going to put up this weekend. At some point over the Memorial Day holiday, we have video of Janine spanking Frank. And um, this is a hot tip, CNN exclusive, much like the laundry note. Uh, we were able to get this from a source. And um, it's it, let me tell you something, hot video, very hot video. And that'll go up in the members-only area. So if you want to see that, make sure that you are a member. Have a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Thinking of all those who gave the ultimate sacrifice. We'll catch you guys on Wednesday. Bye-bye. Show me potato salad. Maybe we should go now. Go ahead. <laughs>